as we welcome in Hal Gill, Nashville Predators analyst. Hal, uh, welcome to Sports 1440. You're with Kevin Carey. You must remember that song from all the times you've watched Slapshot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sadly, I I thought my 12-year-old son was ready to watch Slapshot, and I said... Whoa, whoa, maybe maybe I forgot about the slap shot. And then I started to wonder when the first time I saw a slap shot was. Maybe made me think for a while. Uh, yeah, you're probably going, okay, maybe we can wait till he's about fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a minute. Oh boy, we just got a text in Hal from our line uh saying, Hal Gill, the Vinny DeHarnay of the Bruins, Pens, Habs, Preds, etc. Boy, you guys are probably about the same stature, weren't you? Yeah, I'll take that as a compliment. I actually worked with him when he was at Providence College, and uh, oh. a great kid. I'm happy to see him doing well. He's uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't put that on him though. I th- I think he's got some quicker feet than I do. Well, but that isn't saying much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But you played over <laughs> 1,100 games, Hal. What was that relationship with Vinny at Providence? Uh, he was he was playing there, and I was I was I think it was at the time where I was still trying to play and working out with Providence and kind of jumping on the ice. And, you know, we do some drills afterwards and, um, you know, that kid was like a sponge back mm. then. He just, he was just asking all the questions, wanted to, wanted to pick my brain. And, and, uh, so it was a lot of fun, you know, just kind of working on different footwork things, different, uh, positioning stuff, uh, just, you know, just, you know, hockey guys trying yeah. to trying to get better. And I was kind of with him in that. And, you know, you're always learning and um, a lot of fun being around him and, and, you know, following his career after that, of course. Hal Gill with us on Sports 1440. So, Hal, with the scheduling and things like that, and Vinny's kind of been up for a full year, have you had a chance to reconnect uh, face-to-face uh, being on the road or here or there? I always feel like we get we get in and then and then you know I'm I'm up in the booth and he's down doing his thing so I've never really crossed paths but um, yeah I, sh- I shot him a text the last time we we saw Edmonton and mm-hmm. um, you know he was busy he was busy playing hockey though that's what he should be doing not worry about old old thugs like me yeah well maybe tomorrow after the game being in an afternoon tilt last game uh, before the All Star yeah. break maybe it'll it'll be a chance for the two of you to uh, reconnect Hal Gill uh, analyst for the Nashville Predators our guest on the Kevin Carey show on Sports fourteen forty Hal uh, just give us a, an assessment of last night's game for the Predators a three two win in Minnesota yeah they, they had to grind it out it was a uh, it was a, it was a tough game man there was not a lot of room to move in the first period I thought the Preds kind of carried the, the the pace and. Uh, didn't get rewarded for it, and then uh, you know Minnesota came out, scored a goal in the second, and and uh, you know the the Preds had to battle back in the third. They came out guns blazing and pulled away and made it a three-one lead, and and then closed it out at the end. And uh, you know they're finding ways to win those games, which is a good sign for a young team to 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 be in those battles. They just came off a a really hard-fought game against Florida and Florida man they're good. <laughs> so I think they they got they got tested pretty good by Florida and found a way to win in many so uh, hey continue to be tested as as they come into tomorrow. What about just going into a building like tomorrow and you know everyone knows on, on the Predators roster the Oilers have won 15 in a row and have been playing the best of any team in the NHL. Um what's the mindset do you think of the Predators going into that game? tomorrow afternoon yeah you know it's interesting because i feel like the preds have played better against the better teams just because i think with with the veterans that they have like you know yossi mcdonough o'reilly uh shen uh forsberg 
Sisson, these guys, these guys know the challenge that's ahead of them, and they 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 prepare for it the right way. But the young guys, uh, there's a lot of them that are are saying, okay, this is I got. It's kind of like the nothing to lose mentality. They're just hey, I, you know, there's no pressure here. We're probably not expected to win this one, but we're going to give it everything we got, and they seem to perform that way. So I think that's kind of the mentality that Andrew Burnett has, has kind of given them is like, hey, this is a good test. I, I'm, I don't want you to – don't worry about winning this game. Worry about each shift and managing the game and doing the right thing at the right time and, and making plays when you can and being smart when you need to and all those little details uh, that they're focused on rather than, hey, this is a must win. You know, that, that must win mentality isn't around the Preds all that often right now. It's, it's more – hey, let's go out and play the right way, and we'll see what happens. Hal Gill with us on Sports 1440. Uh, obviously, you played for Barry Trotz uh, when you were in Nashville, but how do you think the transition has been for him uh, going from you know being one of the all-time winningest coaches in the NHL to now in the GM chair? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's been good. You know, he's, he's a guy that uh, when he was coaching and now certainly as a GM, he, he talks to everyone. He gets feedback from everywhere. He's you know, if you're sitting outside a bus, he, he's going to start talking to you. He's going to start talking to hockey and different aspects of the game and different thoughts. And and doesn't matter who you are, if you're around the organization, if you're a player, he he wants to pick your brain. And he and he and he's very thorough in that regard. Um, I think as a coach, you're around guys a lot more, and you're in contact with the players a lot more. As a GM, I think he's finding that. You know, maybe it's a little bit more lonely. You know, like he, he, you know, he's not he's not in the day to day grind as much as he, he used to be. So it's a little different feel for him. But I, I think he's he's still very uh, vocal, very willing to talk to everyone, and, and I think he's enjoying the the, the fact that uh, there's a bigger scope out there. You know, he's, yeah. he's going off to to watch the World Juniors and, and that kind of thing. It, it's just a different a different lifestyle for him, but I think he's adjusted well. And, uh, you know, we'll find out which way he takes this team pretty soon. I, th- I think we're getting to that all-star break where you, you, you see what real GMs, uh, what they're made of and where they want to go and what direction they're going to take the team. So I think we're all sitting and, and waiting, and I think he's kind of enjoying the process, but also knows it's, it's, uh, it's going to be go time pretty soon, and he's going to have to make some decisions. Predators analyst Hal Gill, our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Hal, when uh, the Oilers were having goaltending difficulties at the start of the year, couldn't tell you how many times the, the name UC Saros uh, came up here in Edmonton because of yeah. <laughs> the situation. Uh, but I, I just was so impressed the way Barry Trotz handled that and kind of saying, well, why do I want to trade UC Saros, one of the best goalies in the league? We got him for another year at $5 million. Uh, just your thoughts on how he handled that and I guess how he will be handling things happening here in the next month. Yeah, well, I think there's, there's, you know, I think when you're going through uh, an abbreviated rebuild, however you want to call it, retooling of this team, he, he wants to give the young guys a chance and, he, you know, he's not necessarily trying to build a team like the Edmonton Oilers that are trying to win right now. Uh, he's trying to look you know, two, three years down the road where he can put a, a cup contender together. Uh, but at the same token, he, he wants to have a competitive team. And UC Saros, you know, for the most part, makes you competitive every night and he gives you a chance. And that's, the you know, the, the Preds are 
in a good spot, and and you have a guy like Saros who wasn't playing great hockey early on, but he seems to have come around the last uh, handful of games. He's been awesome, so uh, I, I think he, he he gets you in the door. He gives you a chance to win. That being said, I, I think you're crazy if you don't say if you don't leave your options open. If if someone's gonna give you a haul and you're gonna get a bunch of players that are gonna make you better in the future, then you know maybe you put Saros on the table. I, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's silly to say that anyone is untradeable. Um, there's, there's not too many players that have ever been like that. Gretzky got traded. You guys, <laughs> you you guys know it. It, it, it happens, and so. Um, you know, I think Trotz was just looking at all his options, and I think he's really happy to have Saros. The boys love him, and uh, he's loved in Nashville, and, and he's a great goaltender, and he's got a bright future here. He's going to be part of that two or three years where they're a cup contender um, or, or want to be a cup contender. So I, I don't think there's any rush to, to move him, but uh, you know, there's also uh, Askarov who's playing in Milwaukee and he's been a fantastic goalie so he, he seems to be coming around and and he's playing well and, and growing and developing his game so there's going to be a, a goaltending issue soon uh, whether it's uh, you know in that three year window it's going to happen uh, Askarov is going to want to play or want to get moved and so there's going to be a problem with, with goaltending at some point uh, but right now Juice is the guy and I think Trotz is pretty happy with him you know, Hal, I think of Billy Guerin in Minnesota and his uh, dead cap problems with Suter, Parise. I mean, Nashville's in a tough boat as well. When you think of next year, uh, I mean, Matt Duchesne's hit goes up another three mil. I think next year they're going to be around 12 million or so, just under 12 million in dead cap. How much does that come into play here, too? Yeah, well, it's it's funny because, um, you know, I know Billy Guerin well, and yeah. if there's ever a character guy, um, it would be Billy. He he wants a team that has character and that has the style of game that he wants. So he's willing to, to hedge off the cap in order to get that culture that he's looking for. And uh, I think Barry Trotz was very uh, very heavy on the on the character guys that he wanted to get. And I think Ryan O'Reilly coming in and. Uh, you know Nyquist uh, and you know guys like Luke Shen, they've they've come in and that's part of the culture that he's trying to build. So he he shed some some cap off the top, but he's getting the team that he wants to build around. And uh, you know I, I think that's part of the sacrifice that you you have to be willing to make. That's a tough job for mm-hmm. a GM to do, but you know if you want to get the the team right and you want to do it the right way, that's. That's the way you you have to do it, and then just kind of bite the bullet. And I think Trotsky's done that. Hal Gill with us on uh, Sports fourteen forty. One more for you, Hal, before we let you go. And you never played in Rogers' place. You played all your games in the old Northlands and whatever. Uh, one of our questions uh, in a segment we have in or out uh, was due to facilities, crowd environment, and the opportunity to play against the world's best. Edmonton is actually a road trip stop that visiting teams look forward to. Maybe it didn't happen when you were playing. But do you think that mentality has changed now? Uh, I, you know what, I miss the I miss the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the old the old ice. Like I've never seen anything like that. I've been I've been on you know the best best ice in the world and on ponds and lakes and um, I always found that the ice was just the, the best thing ever. It's mm-hmm. like the, for me to to see the the snow blowing off the ice as you skate around. Was that that didn't happen anywhere in the NHL? So um, 
Yeah, no, I think this is it's become a great spot. It's a great setup for players coming in. You stay at the hotel right here, and you and you got a great workout room. I'm going to go get a workout in on a day off, and I'm looking forward to that. And I, I already had my Timmy's, so I'm Ooh. you know I'm living the Canadian dream right now. So um, yeah, no, this is, it makes it a lot easier when you don't have to walk anywhere and you don't have to go out and too far in the snow uh but it looks like a beautiful day here so oh. i'll take this as a good stop yeah it's a it's a good weather this weekend uh and one last one for you Hal. just what does nashville what do the predators have to do tomorrow to end this winning streak this 15 game heater that the oilers are on well it, it, yeah i guess it goes back to uh to, to playing uh Carefree, go for it, make it happen. If you make a mistake, it's you know there's going to be mistakes out there. They just got to kind of power through them. When the Preds are playing their best hockey, uh, they're playing a, a fast game, and 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 it's you know they struggled with it in a little bit last uh, last night where they you know they hemmed and hawed of which way they're going to go with the puck when they're playing well. They snap it, and they have more often than not two options that they're looking for, and two options of speed. Mm-hmm. And so they they battle and compete, and they work as a unit of five. But they they once they hit the trigger, and once they get that turnover, they're usually countering quick, and they're moving, and there's a lot of uh, crisp passing, and, and they're going to need that. Then they need to play fast, and not just one on one speed. I'm talking. You know, finding the odd man advantages when they can and trying to capitalize on it. So, a big test, but mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to see what they can do. Hey, thanks for this. Get that work in, workout in, Hal. Uh, maybe we'll see you down at the rink tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. All right, I'll go get my pump in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's uh, Hal Gill, Preds analyst.